Hello, my name is Reverend Seth Nelson, and I am the pastor of Faith Lutheran Church in Ronan, Montana. Join in weekly to hear the good news of God's love proclaimed over your life. You can follow us on Podbean and iTunes. God bless you this day. Please stand for the reading of the Gospel. Our Gospel lesson for, the, for this morning comes from Luke, the second chapter. When the time came for their purification, according to the law of Moses, Joseph and Mary brought Jesus up to Jerusalem to present him to the Lord. As it is written in the law of the Lord, every firstborn male shall be designated as holy to the Lord. And they offered a sacrifice according to what is stated in the law of the Lord, a pair of turtle doves or two young pigeons. Now there was a man in Jerusalem whose name was Simeon, This man was righteous and devout, looking forward to the consolation of Israel, and the Holy Spirit rested on him. It had been revealed to him by the Holy Spirit that he would not see death before he had seen the Lord's Messiah. Guided by the Spirit, Simeon came into the temple, and when the parents brought in the child Jesus to do for him what was customary under the law, Simeon took him in his arms and praised God, saying, Master, now you are dismissing your servant in peace, according to your word. For my eyes have seen your salvation, which you have prepared in the presence of all peoples, a light for revelation to the Gentiles and for glory to your people, Israel. And the child's father and mother were amazed at what was being said about him. Then Simeon blessed them and said to his mother Mary, This child is is destined for the falling and rising of many in Israel, and to be a sign that will be opposed so that the inner thoughts of many will be revealed, and a sword will pierce your own soul too. There was also a prophet, Anna, the daughter of Phanuel, of the tribe of Asher. She was of great age, having lived with her husband seven years after her marriage, then as a widow to the age of 84. She never left the temple, but worshiped there with fasting and prayer night and day. At that moment, she came and began to praise God and to speak about the child to all who were looking for the redemption of Jerusalem. When they had finished everything required by the law of the Lord, they returned to Galilee, to their own town of Nazareth. The child grew and became strong, filled with wisdom, and the favor of God was upon him. Here ends our gospel lesson. Please be seated. I I forgot to mention an announcement. It's a word of thanks to all you who were present last week, uh, last Sunday for worship. I know it was kind of distracting to have uh, photojournalists kind of move around the congregation to worship, but... um, uh, the Wall Street Journal article about our little church and others uh, should be published, I think, early next week. So I'll let you know about that. It's kind of crazy to have reporters take interest in Ronan, but uh, I'm looking forward to them hearing our story. And thanks to you who uh, met with the reporter and um, uh, kind of shared your story and, and thoughts on everything. Grace and peace to you from God, our Father, and our Lord and Savior. Jesus Christ. Christmas Day, after we opened our stockings, 
I'm looking at my kids here, but... Did you guys open stockings on Christmas Day? Yeah. After we opened our stockings, unwrapped all the gifts that we have gotten, had gotten for one another, and spent copious amounts of time trying to put together my son's Lego aircraft, car- Lego aircraft carrier, I went out to the backyard and started a fire to burn our wrapping paper and extra boxes that we no longer needed. We don't have a fireplace in the parsonage, but we, we did at my parents' house growing up. So burning wrapping paper was one of our traditions. Something just kind of feels off if the wrapping paper doesn't end up in a fire on Christmas Day. So I was bound and determined to make it happen, even if it meant trudging outside in the cold snow and starting a fire there. After I split the wood and finally got a fire going over the snow-laden pit, I was able to, to find closure to the day's exchange of gifts by letting all the excess packaging be consumed by flames, while the real gifts that were once inside them remained with their intended recipients. It was a good moment that served as a capstone to a good Christmas day. As the fire burned down and the afternoon light began to dim, giving way to night, I noticed my dog seeking warmth and shelter in a place that I did not expect him to. Instead of being near the well-entrenched, warm coals of the fire that I had spent the last hour tending, my dog, Pericles, sought shelter in the bottom of my children's playset that I built for them two years ago. Now, if you have never met my dog, I describe him as aggressively friendly. (laughs) He gets all worked up, and barks like crazy when somebody new comes around. But this, that is basically because he is a relentless extrovert, always eager to make new friends. For this reason, you might think that he is a young dog, just a couple of years old. In fact, I remember that people said this phase would go away by the time he t- turned like three or something. And then they said he would calm down when he turned four. And then they said he would calm down when he turned five. No go. (laughs) In fact, he has 10 years under his belt already. In expected retriever years, he uh, probably only has a couple more years to go. Is that right, Kevin? It's good to have a veterinarian in in the house on this one. And he probably only has a couple more years to live, even though you would be unlikely to tell how old he actually is if you met him recently. I think he still has a young soul, even though he has aged quite a bit over the last decade. I share this observation because seeing him take shelter in my children's playset was seeing an old dog find a new home and learn new tricks. Sure, the play set is the same, in the same yard that he has staked his claim in over the past six years, but he could have bedded down elsewhere in the yard or on the deck. Instead, <clears throat> he found comfort in a new location in his old age. Though he is far more set in his dog ways than he used to be, 
For instance, when the kids come home after school, he bolts out the door to escape their loud and craziness. Grumpy old dog. Even though he's set in his ways more than he used to be, he is still able to find a sense of home in a new place. He has lived in Iowa, Wyoming, and Montana, and traveled and camped with us in several, several more states than that. But still, he is able to nestle down quickly in every new place we travel and move to. And at 10 years, he's found yet a new place within the old to rest his head. It is remarkable, really, that our old dog can still learn new tricks, so to speak. Our gospel lesson for today tells us of two other old dogs who came to see God doing a new thing at the end of their lives. The righteous man, Simeon, and the old prophet, or prophetess, Anna. Simeon had been promised that he would not die until he saw the Messiah. And when Mary and Joseph took the baby Jesus to the temple in Jerusalem, on a few miles journey, just a few miles journey from Bethlehem, God's purpose for Simeon's life was fulfilled. Similarly, the prophet Anna's life had been fully devoted to the Lord's service. She lived in the temple, fasting and praying day and night. When Jesus came to the temple, she went out and pr uh, praising God and speaking about all the wonderful things that the Lord was doing in their midst. It was a great thing for both of them to have a new purpose and meaning placed on their lives in their old age. It was also great for Jesus to be sanctioned by these well-established, faithful messengers of God. In an act of inter intergenerational sanctity, the old were blessed at the presence of this young Messiah, who was likely only days old at the time. Just as the baby Jesus was blessed by those who had already journeyed with God on earth for many years. The new thing that God was doing in their midst was sanctioned by the old, and the old were blessed in turn by the new as well. It was a beautiful moment for all involved. You might see yourself as an old dog with little new to offer the world around you. Or you may see yourself as a young pup who does not have much to learn from those who have gone before. But the story of Simeon's and Anna's encounters with the baby Jesus tell us otherwise. God blesses the new at the hands of the old and reinvigorates the old with the presence of the young. This is a good and holy exchange that is sanctioned not only by the world at large, but by the example of Jesus himself. God sent him to be purified in the ways well established and practiced in the temple. So, in turn, he might move heaven and earth in new ways. He was not sent to upend everything and start over, but rather to fulfill the things that had been before and give them new meaning and direction. Jesus still does that among us today. And I pray that God continues to be present through young and old alike, blessing one another in a mutual recognition that God moves through us all 
leading us forward together. May the peace of God, which passes all understanding, keep your hearts and your minds in Christ Jesus our Lord. Amen. I hope that you've enjoyed this week's sermon podcast. If you would like to hear more, read my blog, or get a copy of my book called The Church Unknown, go to www.revsethnelson.com. If you feel called to support our ministry, I invite you to go to our church's website at flcronan.org and click on the Offerings tab. May the Lord bless you and keep you. May the Lord's face shine on you and be gracious unto you. May the Lord look upon you with favor and give you peace.